Business Report Spotlight is brought to you by Renaissance Health Medical Aid Fund. RMA, your health comes first. Welcome to the Business Report Spotlight, the program where we speak to prominent, influential leaders in our economy and society at large to learn a little bit more about the person, their life philosophies um, that have shaped their decision-making and their careers. My name is Michelle, and today I'm speaking to Greta de Santos, one of possibly the most well-known and successful estate agents in Namibia. She's currently a residential property expert at Just Property, and as far as my memory goes, almost won almost all the <laughs> estate agent awards, more than once possibly. So thank you very much for being with us today, Greta, and thanks for sharing your story with us. Welcome. Hi, Michelle. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Cool. Let's start with your childhood. So you were not born in Namibia or you were born in Namibia. Take us through your childhood. Where did you grow up? Some of your mentors in life, your schooling and education. Michelle, I was born in South Africa in the old Transvaal in Heidelberg, a very small farming community. And I grew up on a farm. So um, we never went places. We were always on the farm and I had a very simple childhood. But um I have very fond memories so of, you went to of being a child. No, we, okay. we, we spent a lot of time driving between okay. the farm and the school. And um, folk school, well, it's an Afrikaans word, folk school. I don't know if you have changed it now to English. But um, my grandparents were there. My parents were there. So there's a, there's a lot of history in the school. And from there, I went to study at Stellenbosch. And there I met my husband, who's a Namibian. And then I became part of the statistics of the imported prices. <laughs> As they say, the rest is history. <laughs> the rest is history, yes. Why did you study at Stellenbosch? Uh, I studied home economics. Economics, okay. Home economics. Um, coming from a small farming community, my vision for the future was, was, was very small. So I thought I could work at the, the egg board or the meat board or wherever, but I never worked in... In a, in a home economics field. Field. Okay. Well, yes. that's interesting. And I do believe it's actually supposed to be one of the subjects every girl or boy, for that matter, can take or should take uh, the day that you start your home and you know very little and you have to phone your mother all the time. So um, will you say that you are living the dream? Is this what uh, where you are now, um, your path in Namibia? Uh, you've obviously not started with just property. You were with a few other estate agents on your own before or not? No, I, I started with Hubarabald Real Estate. Isabel Bolt was the, the principal at that, st- at that stage. And she was a super well-known agent um, many years ago. So she taught me the ropes and she sh- she taught me everything I knew. Actually, she was my mentor in, 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 being in the estate agent industry. And then after eight years there, Hubarabald Real Estate closed. And then I started with just property. So I don't like fooling around. Yeah. I'm quite happy where I am now. So I can't see myself changing very quickly. I was actually <laughs> having an interview before you also with someone where we spoke about um, people hopping around. Tell me, so what got you into the industry then? I mean, you moved now with your husband to Namibia. Did you apply for the position where you asked? It's How a did ve- that happen? It's a very interesting so- story, Michelle. I believe that this is what the Lord wanted me to yeah. do because everything I was pushed in this direction. I, it, wasn't, it wasn't my own free will. So when we came to Namibia, my husband's attorney and I worked as his office manager, a job I hated with everything <laughs> in me. So then when he went into a partnership with another attorney, um, I was friendly retrenched. 
So, so that was very interesting for me, and I decided I would like to go study further. So I was enrolled to go study um, as a social worker at UNAM and everything, and my husband said to me one evening, I can't afford having a student in the house, <laughs> let alone someone who's not working. You need to work. And that was a shock to me, and I opened the paper, and I saw you bad about real estate looking for estate agents. So I phoned Isabo, and I went for the interview, and I will, I will always, always, always remember her words at the interview. Um, I was sitting there and I told her, I didn't write the exam or anything. I, I, I don't know where I got the guts from. And she said, Mevrouwke, wanneer kan jy begin? And so it started. Uh, and, yeah. so, and so it started, wow. yes. And I was successful from the get-go yeah. and I loved every moment of selling houses. Yeah. I mean, your name is so well known. What do you think is your success recipe? I mean... Why are you so successful? What do you think makes you different? Um, Michelle, it seems that I've also bought a house through you. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you're happy. You're very happy. <laughs> Michelle, I think it's a combination of factors. The one is I'm an extrovert, so I really like working with people. And I really enjoy my job. So I believe if, if you do anything in life that you enjoy, it, it, it shows in your work. And then also, as I see this as a calling, you mm. know, I need to I need mm. to do this work as if it is a calling from the Lord. Mm. So I, I always try and do my very, very best mm. for clients. And I think somewhere I must have some German blood because mm-hmm. there's for me there's no gray areas. Mm. It's black or white. Mm. And I like doing things precise. Mm. So I, I can't. I, I just mm. think it's a huge blessing. And I wake up sometimes mm. and I'm thinking, you know, I, I don't really – I feel almost undeserving of, of the, the joy I have in my work. Well, then you're answering my question about whether you're living the dream. You are clearly <laughs> then living the dream. Uh, Greta, in your opinion, I mean, the Namibian market is uh, quite diverse. Uh, we've got a massive problem on the, on the uh, uh, lower end of the scale, which is not the market that you operate in. You operate in the mid and, and high income market. Um, from your travels also around the world, you know, what would you sort of say makes the Namibian market unique in the sector that you operate in? Um, understanding that many people actually have property in their portfolio, they um, rent it out for extra income, etc. What are sort of your views on, on where we're currently in the market and our challenges and what's lying ahead of us in your silver bowl vision? Well... I'm a born optimist, so I always think things are going to get better next year. So we've been through a tough few years. I don't need to tell you about it, Michelle. You know everything about the tough years we've been through. And it was especially difficult in the property sector. So Bank of Namibia came with a loan-to-value regulations where you had to put down deposits on your second, second, third, and subsequent properties, which made it extremely difficult for investors mm. to get into the market, mm. extremely difficult. And I felt it was making our people poorer mm. because a property investment is still one of the most stable, best investments worldwide Mm. that you can have. So recently, I think it was about two weeks ago, it was gazetted that the loan to value regulations was decreased. So on your second property, you're going to get a 100% loan again. And I almost jumped up and down. So I think things are going to go better now. We're already seeing prices stabilizing to some degree. There's very little. I almost, I almost want to say no growth yet. Mm. But stabilizing would be the first step mm. towards seeing growth. Mm. And why Namibia is so unique is we've only got uh, – Vintuk is where everyone wants to stay. Mm. Maybe here and there someone in Swako, but all the job opportunities mm. is in Vintuk at the moment. Mm. So I often have people from South Africa looking for properties here and saying, oh, it's ridiculous. Vintuk's prices are so high. But it's supply and demand. Mm. The demand is in Vintuk and the supply is limited. Mm. 
So, so, so that's what it's about, and I don't see that changing very soon. Okahanya is too far. Rebot's too far. Um, you get the estates like Umaya and Finkenstein, but they've they've got their pros and cons as well. Ultimately, most people want to stay in Vintuk as close as possible to their place of work and to the schools. Do you think that will be the same for the expanding industries now in the oil and gas, maybe in the south of Namibia? Will people fly up and down to Ludritz or the coast possibly, but still remain in Vintuk? Or do you foresee that the property markets there at the coast, both in Swakopalfish and Ludritz, could expand because of all the activity? Yes, Swakop and Walfish Bay can definitely expand. I, I, I don't work in Swakop and Walfish, mm. but I keep an eye on what's mm. happening there just because it's, a, yeah. it's something that interests me. So I think definitely it's going to expand there, but I don't think it will ever get to the degree that Vinduk is getting mm. to. Let's say, for instance, someone is now working in Ludritz, but they've got kids. Mm. They would still want to be in Vinduk. And fly up and down. And, and fly and fly up and down. So it's mm. there. hopefully it's going to boost our economy. Mm. Um, mm. But I, I, I can't foresee that people will all of a sudden just move out of Vintuk. Yeah. 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 And then from a supply point of view, um, you see activity increasing or not really? I mean, uh, do you see, you say there's the demand is here, but the supply is now limited of the range of the houses that you are working on. Yes. More activity foreseen in the construction sector there? On the high end, the construction doesn't play such a big role. I mean, you are buying someone else's home that they've already lived in for 30 years plus. So you basically have to wait for someone to move out for some other life event. Either they're going smaller, they're going bigger, uh, they're retiring or whatever. So construction will not really... um, it, it, it will not really supply what we need mm. in the higher-end market. Mm. Um, there's new urban being put out in our split, but it always takes some time for prop, for a new neighborhood mm. to um, get the trust of the buyers mm. because of the security element in yeah. new neighborhoods. Yeah. So we find that Eros, Ludwigsdorf, Kleinwinduk, and certain areas of Avis, that will always be our most expensive yeah. um, neighborhoods because of the it's it's really settled. And you're not into the rental market at all. You only operate in the buy and sell. No, no. When I just started as an agent, I did one rental and there was a massive fight about rabbits on a balcony. And I said, life is too short for this. <laughs> yeah. And I also guess, you know, uh, you get owners in um, body corporate sort of setups and then people who actually live in, in a body corporate. And that obviously, I guess, have also got a lot of benefits and also a lot of challenges, but you don't really deal so much with that. You do sell units in, in Yes, yes, in yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, of course. I, I definitely sell sectional title units, most definitely. But when you, re, I, when you want to do something well, you need to decide on one thing and mm. do that one thing the best of your ability. So I can't do sales and rentals and commercial and farms. Then I will probably yeah. be terrible at everything. Yeah. In your role currently, do you have people reporting into you or learning from you or is it each to their own? No, it's it's pretty much each to their own. Um, whenever some of the younger agents ask for advice at just property, I'm always willing to assist, but I am not a great teacher. I'm willing to help, but I don't think I'm a, I'm a, I'm a born teacher. Yeah, but it's also a technical um, sort of environment. I mean, with the deeds office and everything that needs to happen with lawyers, etc. Um, I do believe there's a need in the market for people to understand how buying of property works and the legalities behind it and how it can be used as an investment and how long does it take and all of that. So um, I don't think you're that bad in teaching and and, and maybe that (laughs) will still come. Um, How do you relax? What do you do in your spare time? What does Krieta do to 
uh, blow off steam. <laughs> I have very little time to blow off steam, but when I do that, I do it well. I love to travel. It's, it's one of my passions in life is to travel. I like cooking. I like gardening. And um, I've joined the dog club recently, and I heard it's, it goes through as a sport, so now I'm doing a sport, sport. as well. <laughs> Yes. Wow. Okay. No. Awesome. Greta, thank you very much for speaking to us today. Um, a lot that I've learned that I didn't know of you. Uh, wishing you all the best. I mean, I really take from your message that once it's a passion and it's a calling, you actually just cannot go wrong. So for our young listeners as well, that's important to know and, and hear. So thank you so much and we wish you all the best. Thank you for the opportunity, Michelle. Thanks, Richard. Thank you. Thank awesome. You see. Business Report Spotlight was proudly brought to you by Renaissance Health Medical Aid Fund. RMA. Your health comes first.